Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This is episode one with me, Tayo Roxon. Welcome to Is Told by Nomads. I'm your host, Ty Roxon, and I'm a blogger, digital marketer, and multicultural individual who's lived on four different continents. Listen weekly as I profile people who identify with several cultures and share with you stories, tips, and interviews about how to embrace your global identity and use it to your advantage to live your best life. Let us begin. Welcome, people. I just wanted to introduce myself to you. So that's what this episode is about. It's basically talking about my experience as a third culture kid or TCK. Now, a third culture kid, for those of you that don't know what a third culture kid is, is anyone who spent his or her formative years outside of his or parents' culture. So that could be army brats, missionary kids, diplomatic kids, anyone know international uh, business children so enjoy the episode and I hope you really enjoy the upcoming episodes see you soon all right all right all right this is the first episode and uh, basically what I'm going to do in this particular episode is introduce myself to you and give you an idea of what this podcast will be about see here it goes October 30 1989 this guy yep me I was born in Lagos, Nigeria. And then about a year after that, my family and I moved to Sweden for two years. A few things happened here. My uh, younger brother was born in Stockholm. That's the capital. And I learned what real cold weather felt like. I'm talking about below zero degrees Celsius or Fahrenheit here. Oh, and I'm told I used to stand outside on the porch and yell man at every single man that walked by the house. I guess I was just learning English. Or so. After those two years, I had a brief stop in England where most of my extended family currently lives before settling down in Nigeria for about eight years. Finished up elementary school and we were off again to another country. This time, I learned we were moving to Burkina Faso, a French speaking country in West Africa. As soon as I found this out, though, I was pumped at the prospect of learning a new language and meeting new people, so I started learning every single thing I could about Burkina Faso. But once I got there, I quickly found out that I knew absolutely nothing. And for me, the toughest part was, was fitting in, fitting in in school and adjusting to the culture. You know, this phenomenon I would later find out was called uh, culture shock. I felt inferior, uncool, and completely out of place. 
I spoke with a different accent. I only knew how to play football or soccer or football. You get what I mean? Football. Uh, in Africa, we call it football. Over here in America, it's called soccer. So I came back home often crying and sulking, wishing I was a different person just because I thought I wasn't even, uh, you know, worthy enough to be among my peers in school. This went on for about a few months or so, but uh, luckily I had the support of my family and some friends that I had made. I, I grew into my own eventually, but for me, what got me there was sports. And I, I often joke the sports is my first love, but uh, it re really is. It's not really a, um, a joke when I think about it because sports for me is proven to be the greatest equalizer. So I quickly fell in love with basketball. And, I would, and the way I did it was I, I would watch documentaries. I would study the history of the game and books. Yes, books. I would check out books on basketball in the library and analyze different moves and try to implement them in my game. And then uh, w once I gained the confidence, I took my skills to the court and I found out that while I knew the basics, I still had a long way to go. So what I did was I asked the best basketball player in school to teach me. And he did. I still remember his name to this day, Michael Albright. Uh, and we still keep in touch. Uh, we uh, catch up with each other once in a while. So we've, we've kept in contact for over a decade now. Anyway, our one-on-one -on -one matchups after school grew into a friendship, which led into more friendships and me being comfortable with, you know, who I was as a person. So my takeaway from Burkina Faso, I found my first love, sports. I learned French. And I developed an accent that blends and fluctuates between American, Nigerian, and a hint of British. Uh, basically, a mix of all the accents of all the students that I went to school with. And most importantly, I really discovered myself and grew comfortable with Ty Roxon. Once again, that's me. After Burkina Faso, I moved back home to Nigeria and discovered... Reverse cultural shock. So I just come from culture shock. Now I was going back home and then there was this thing called reverse culture shock. All of a sudden, I wasn't Nigerian enough. I sounded different. I acted different. And then I said to myself, oh gosh, here we go again. But this time, I was more prepared. Even though I was getting questioned left and right from my people about, you know, why I sounded different and why I looked different, I, you know, I didn't let it bother me too much because I had uh, become comfortable with who I was. So adjusting wasn't as difficult. But um, I went to, since I went to boarding school, I knew I had to really uh, develop myself into someone that was uh, quickly comfortable in my environment. So I got creative and went on to establish myself as an athlete in the school. This, of course, won me friends, and I went on to be the head boy, or as Americans would say, student body president you know, on campus. I still, never, I still was never quite considered Nigerian enough, but I, you know, I had become so comfortable and unique to everyone that they just accepted me as who I was. Uh, and to them, I was African-American, even though I'd never, ever been to America at this point in my life. But hey, it's all good. Um... As I said earlier, this didn't bother me, so I just accepted myself as a global nomad and a third-cultured kid, and I was okay with it. So after high school, this supposed African-American went on to move to Vietnam, because my dad was posted there. 
and uh, Vietnam. I stayed there for a few weeks before I went off to the United States for the first time for college as a 17-year-old. Now think about this. This is a supposed African-American who was going to America for the first time. Um, needless to say, I sounded American enough, so I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't have a problem fitting in because I had quickly become adept with the skills of uh, fitting in and adjusting to different cultures. But I did get odd questions once in a while. I remember roommates asking me when they found that I was Nigerian if, if, you know, if I slept in animals or if I lived in huts or, or if you know, we even had modern cars or gyms. And you know, this didn't bother me because you know, I was used to this at this point, but I just thought it was odd that uh, some people thought that being an African meant that I, I wasn't privy to some modern things. But um, hey, uh, such is the world sometimes, as you learn. So uh, fast forward a few years, or during my, current, yeah, my college years, I, I went on to be, become a marketing executive at two nonprofits. I worked in the software industry, and I currently am a digital marketer who is getting his MBA in New York City. So that's basically me in a nutshell. But in the upcoming episodes, I'm going to share tips and basically things I've learned from my experience, as well as profile and interview individuals who have shared similar experiences. We're going to talk about topics like culture shock, reverse culture shock, getting jobs as an international person, schooling abroad, keeping in touch with family and friends, dating, you name it. So stay tuned to the upcoming episodes. And this is Ty Roxon signing out. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to us told by nomads. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes or on Stitcher and subscribe. Also, be sure to head over to my website, tyroxin.com, to subscribe for more updates and tips on how to navigate the world and check out some of the other things I'm doing. Till next time, remember, home is not necessarily a physical place. It is wherever you most feel comfortable. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.